The Dane and Derek Show is an uncensored, unfiltered podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome back to Dane and Derek. My name is Derek, one of your two co-hosts for this shoot the shit kind of show. Um, You probably know by now that I make a lot of movies and play a lot of tabletop games. And joining me, as the title would suggest, is my good friend, Dane Bogdahl. Hey, uh, I'm Dane. I'm writer, musician, podcaster, lover lover of tabletop RPGs. Um, Yeah. How are you doing? It has been a minute for us. It has uh, been. It's, it's been like at least a month and some change. Yeah, life has been busy. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, that's, I think it's been a lot more disruptive on my end than, than yours. Uh, but we've, we have had hiccups, both with the show. I don't know about life, but like, just, just, you know. Yeah. So a lot with the show these last few weeks of us trying to, of us recording and trying to record episodes and just everything kind of being in flux. Like, yeah, just all sorts of tech issues, which to be fair, like we were just discussing off mic, it's been like X number of, you know, some high number of weeks, like 50 something weeks that we did not have like tech issues for. So the fact that we're having them now is it feels like it's time (laughs) yeah definitely and you and i were talking off mic about like my gear and in thinking about it i'm like um one of my mics which i think actually will bangs has right now Mm. that mic is i think that's eight years old and the mic i have now is four years old and in that time i have like run these things ragged um yeah so like I i just wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if like some of our technical te- difficulties are just my gear dying on me. Um, yeah. I mean, I did, I did mail you a box via the USPS of XLR cables. Um, we'll start running so, experiments. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, how much do I send? And I was like, ah, let me just send cables first. Cause if it's cables, great. Cables are easy. If it's a mic or the magic box, then, then we, we, we probably need to take a little bit more time to, to work on that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so in case you're wondering why we sound a little different today, it's because we're recording both through our just headphones yep. and stuff, which is, it you know, it's incredible the mic quality of headphones and headphone microphones now these days. Like, oh, yeah. Like compared to what we had when we were making movies in high school, this stuff is incredible and the stuff we had in high school was like miles better than what they had back in like the 90s even so yeah it's incredible just the tech that we can work with and the fact that we can record a podcast with just our computers and a pair of headphones um yeah i even yeah. think that there are some apps out there that will like let you just do it from like your phone like yeah you i mean you don't even need like anything yeah, that that has been a new feature they've been adding to some podcast hosting things is you can yeah. direct from your phone assemble a podcast, which is pretty cool. I mean, if you're on the go doing something, it's super like, cool. I mean, yeah. like 
I would be super down for like travel. Po- that sounds great for like a travel podcast. Exactly. You know, where like mm-hmm. the audio quality, there'd probably be a lot of, I would give a lot of forgiveness to like a true travel podcast where they're like giving it going around and just all kinds of places. I'd be like, Oh fuck it. Like who cares how good the quality is of the like actual audio, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like an ambiance to it, right? There's a, Oh Yeah. Like like There's news a- like news shows like on like fucking CNN and MSNBC yeah. like like the audio from those are sometimes bad or like fucking NPR I was listening to recently they just like recorded someone directly from Skype or not Skype like wow um, yeah Zoom like just mm-hmm. not even like a, a local recording and they were talking over like they just recorded the Zoom audio oh, I was like man. wow okay the bar is much lower than I thought it was. Um, then again, like there's, there's also some like forgiveness around reporting, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. The journalistic take techniques you can take with audio quality definitely are. That isn't, that is an interesting point. Like podcasting does have roots in like journalism and it totally does. It's, it's very interesting, but it doesn't, it, it, there's like, um, I find this with, with podcasting and like YouTube in particular, where like there is an expectation for the audience of like a level of audio quality that we do not require request from certain, uh, very professional, like multi-million dollar outfits. Mm, um, yeah. You know, on TV. Um, and I always think it has something to do with the live nature of things. Um, yeah. So, it's very interesting. It's very interesting, like, the production requirements of various mediums. Um, yeah. Or expectations, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and how those don't even always need to be, like, upheld. And, like, they can be broken occasionally for, like, great effects. Looking at, like, the Blair Witch Project, for example. Oh, yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. Or Paranormal Activity. Like, the early yeah, ones. Yeah, Paranormal Activity. Yep, yep. That would be one. Um, I mean, there's a dime a dozen stories now of someone that made a movie on a phone or yeah. like a camera from like the early 2000s. Like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Like what we can get, a, like, it's now aesthetic Yeah. to, to, to use a crappy mic quote unquote is an aesthetic, which I think we, when you and I were starting to make stuff, we were on the tail end of it being like a gateway or like a gate that was kept from expensive yeah. gear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Cause we, we kind of uh, came up in the, like the beginning, like the twilight era of the DIY stages of like art and filmmaking in terms of building your own things to get that high quality effect. And now we're almost seeing a return back to people liking that more lo-fi aesthetic, which is really interesting. I think it has a lot to do with authenticity um, yes. versus respectability, right? Like, yes, more people watch YouTube than like traditional television, especially among younger audiences, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. Um, so then, by contrast, you don't necessarily need to be like you're not trying to prove yourself as like a real thing. So then it comes down to like authenticity and sometimes high production quality is part of your authentic deal and other times it's not, you know? 
Yeah. Um, like, especially amongst like the, I am not super versed in this, but a lot of influence people like on their Instagram influencers and like, yeah. like TikTok authenticity and all that stuff. It's so different. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and frankly, I don't even, I don't even know if I like try and personally, I don't really try and keep up with it much yeah. at all. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to kind of fall into, it's just like too much to consume. It's kind of like the Netflix problem of just, there's too many shows to like consume all at once. Yeah. Um, I find that it's funny that we're talking about like the, like we, my, so my boss at work teaches a class. He used to be a professor of film and now at, at where I work, um, he teaches people about this particular class that he's done several lectures on, which is the aesthetics of authenticity. Mm. And we talk a lot about that with the kind of digital media we make at work. And I think that like all like this, this is, it's very funny that we're getting into this topic because I think that was something that like, you know, like inherently, right. Like this podcast of us just talking, right. Like, because we're not, it's not, it's not exactly a phone call, right. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a setup call that we have that mimics a phone call. And cause if we were just to actually record our own phone calls, we'd have to like do it with like, neither of us knowing for it to be truly whatever, you know, like truly natural versus when we, you know, go on mic and start talking. Right. Yeah. And that's like a super interesting uh, thing. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's, it's honestly part of the reason why I stopped doing so much editing of the show. Actually, I stopped cutting out so much. Um, I started just like leaving in a lot of things and, only really cutting out big goofs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like when my uh, dogs kind of lose their mind. Like, really yeah. Or when mind. we say things like, Oh, can you please cut that out as a joke? I do cut those out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, leave yeah. it in. Like it seems to be the meme trend these days to leave those things in. I do cut them out because, uh, yeah, if we say we should cut it out, we should cut it out. It's kind of, the joke has been, a uh, uh, dead horse, beaten that came out backwards yeah um, yeah yeah. no i get i get you i get you <laughs> and like i'm thinking about that with like the own my own shows that i've i've done um and like the amount i cut out um depends on what like we're going for and actually fluctuate fluctuated between different um stories we told in the in the mm. show like certain ones where we were very in the story um, I would cut out a lot of like just sort of banter and stuff and like some of the looser episodes I wouldn't. Um, and so it's, it's interesting to think about like what is authentic because it, of course all of this is on some level like performed. It's set up. It's artificial. Like you said, this isn't an actual phone call. Um, it's sort of based on that and tries to capture it. But it's like, yeah, and I don't really mean that in like a bad way of like, oh, it's artificial. Like, well, yeah, that's what a show is. It's it's exactly, artificial. Yeah. It's set up. Like I'm thinking about like the game grooms. Like they have really natural and authentic conversations. But it's a very artificial mechanism of the of two of these two guys sitting down playing a video game that's like captured with like mics in front of them and they're on a specific couch. Like all of it is yeah. like it's it's set up for a thing right um 
It's curated. It's curated. It's, That's a better yeah. word for it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's curated. And like, where's the line between it feeling like good curation versus bad curation? And like, it also comes down to like personal preference. Like one reason mm-hmm. I, I, I personally don't like a lot of like reality TV shows is that I just feel like this is the worst. Like, I'm just like, this is like, nothing about this feels genuine to me. Like not a second of it. Um, on the you whole, and me both. yeah. I mean, like there have been like exceptions, but the exceptions mm-hmm. are few and very far between. Um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would rather. I'll, I'll put it this way: instead of watching reality TV, I would much rather watch like a vlog from a YouTuber than I would reality TV. And I yeah. think, and but I think you know, like to that extent, though, right? There are vlogs that fall into that reality tv constructed chaos kind of content constructed mm-hmm. chaos content that was some, that, that we should we should save that um <laughs> uh, but then there's also like vlogs where it's just like someone literally just put up a camera while they paint and they're yeah. just talking and it's like that's interesting to me uh because it's almost like it's 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 almost like uh it's very like old school youtube like when youtube first started people talking into webcams it's very i don't know (laughs) yeah and it's i don't know it's it's tough it's really tough and i think i don't think there's like a right or wrong way to do it and like within your medium of course right like yeah i mean People love reality TV oh, they the way so it is. Do. It's awesome. So like it's all preference, which I think is great, right? Like like what you're yeah. saying, like there's no wrong way to do it, which means that all the right ways to do it are right to an extent. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, like yeah. I, I just think that whoever's making it needs to be authentic and that this is yeah. the thing they want to make. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't this episode about to, supposed to be about us catching up? Yeah, but I mean, this is kind of us catching up. I mean, we're we're this talking is what about we something random. It's yeah. kind of gonna. It's you know, honestly, I was like thinking, like, oh, like I wonder what would you call these catch up episodes versus catch up, and then I was like, oh, we could call them just potpourri and then a number. So this episode would become potpourri number one. Um, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, which, whenever I read the word, I read it potpourri. And then yeah. when I think it, it's potpourri, and I'm and I always get confused. Uh, it's a weird word, no lies, no lies. It but is. yeah, like speaking of authenticity, that's very much like what you and I do is get off on tangents, even if we have a plan. Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, diving yeah. back, going back to the main timeline, so to speak. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to? And, and I, I think it's been a, at least. It's been at least a month since we've recorded or talked because I think the last time we talked, we just decided to catch up with no microphones. Yeah, which we hadn't done in a while since since you visited. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, was, that was already back in January. Was that in January? Or no, February? middle of February. Maybe middle and of we're February. We're already middle of March. <sighs> yeah. Okay, this... so it's been, yeah, it's been at least four weeks since yeah. we talked on the phone. So at least five since. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so big, big thing, uh, big things. I traveled to Portland. 
uh, Oregon mm-hmm. um, to visit the law school there. Uh, great school, super cool. Uh, but I did end up settling on, or I keep saying settling and people like, uh, like I realize I use the word settling a little differently than a lot of people do, which is like when I say settling, they hear like, oh, you kind of like pit, like you like, you gave up, you gave up on like, you're like, you're taking, you're taking the, um, you're taking the lesser thing. When I say settled on, I mean more like, um, like the, the, like water settling and like all the silt floats down to the bottom and you get like, ah, peace. I have settled and I've like found clarity. Um, I have picked CU, um, as the law school I'm, I'm planning to go to. Um, Congratulations. Thanks. It's CU has a great law program. They do. They have a great law program. Uh, school's great in general. Lots of great connections, both in around here and even out of the country. So um, kind of ticked all the boxes, uh, you know, and it ended up making like financial sense. And, you know, it's it's still close to like my family and friends and community I have here. So like um, it just ended up being like the thing to do. Uh, I will say part of the reason we have not gotten to like sit down and record lately has been because of um, said said big tra- decision and like transition and, and stuff um, going on. So there's so there's that, um, and uh, oh, I had like a little bit that I was going to go on about that for a second, and I kind of lost it. Dang. Oh, um, um, yeah. Oh, well. I mean, yeah. Potpourri. Hey, if it comes back, just interrupt me. Yeah, potpourri. Potpourri. Um, potpourri. For the potpourri. For the potpourri. <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah, yeah. It was definitely this like weird decision uh, to make because I ended up having to like sort of fight my own brain. Um, mm-hmm. be- because uh, it, it's, it is categorically easier to stay here than to move across the country like that's just like a true fact um and and so like i kind of had to grapple with like a feeling that i like sort of generated in myself that like somehow some way just because it was easy meant it was the wrong decision Mm. um because like culturally we build up that like um like that any amount of like easiness or like straightforward notions are inherently bad or not as good. Right. Um, because we should be something. fighting for more. Capitalism. Yes. Yes. Or, or very, or very much like the, um, like nothing, nothing good. Uh, nothing worth, worth, worthwhile is, is easy or something like, you know, those like, those like mm-hmm. adages of like, yeah the good thing is hard and like there's not not it's not there's nothing to it you know like you know like sometimes you have to do work hard at stuff and like that's not untrue but i did somehow get somewhere get it in my brain that like just because that was inherently like a bad thing and like was something i should sort of cut out like if that makes sense yeah, I was like, no, it was I really get you. strange. It was a really strange experience. Yeah, well, I mean, we've been conditioned our whole lives to think that we need to push and push and push and not accept any of these things that might just fall into our lap because we pushed. You know, like, I think it's like, 
it's very much a, a difficult thing in, in that regard. And um, I don't know, like, yeah, everything in moderation, you know, to, you know, like, yes, if you keep taking the path of least resistance, maybe at a certain point, that's not a good thing for you. But maybe at this time, it is a good thing for you. It really depends, right? Like, um, yeah, especially like, because the decision when I was making the decision, it wasn't really about like, like I was thinking about what are my reasons to stay here? And I was like, oh, yeah, because like my siblings are here and my friends are here and the school's really good and it fits all these boxes and it doesn't close off any options for me that like, yeah, Lewis and Clark would, um, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. uh, but like, and thinking about that, I'm like, that's not about the fact that it's easier. It just happens to be the easier one, Correct. you know? Uh, yeah. so so yeah i i don't i don't know it's it was a strange strange feeling but um and even as we're talking about it now like i can still kind of feel it like you're talking about how it's like trained into us like ingrained like i can i can still feel that um yeah it's funny no yeah it, it's funny and it's awful oh yeah 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 <laughs> by know, funny like... i mean it's like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah um yeah, I mean, like, you know, speaking of, like, path of least resistance, right? Like, I, I think a lot about that in terms of film these days. Mm -hmm. Because film is often talked about as if it's this great struggle to climb Mount Everest. And there's a lot of talk in the industry about, like, what's unhealthy, what is healthy, what is a good balance, like, what is ethical, what is sustainable. Because so many people get into this business and by, like, 30, they're basically have destroyed their bodies and can't work anymore in this business. Mm. So how do you subsist when the industry is, you know, telling you that the hard way is the highway? Um, and the only way. And the only way. When, when in reality, there are ways to do it sustainably and there are ways to make it easier and better for people. And I think about that a lot because like when I'm on set, I want to make sure that I'm you know, taking care of the people I work with because I would like to work with them again. I would like yeah. to not break my friends. Um, and, you know, like I, I think about the last two films I've made, which, um, you know, like as we talked, I have a, like Synagogue is playing in Oregon and hopefully it'll be playing other places. I think it might be playing in Sacramento, I found out. Oh, congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. Oh, and then Heroes Pizza from now i guess two years to a year ago Whew. that's gonna be playing in la this may um, oh awesome congratulations yeah. on that too i didn't know about that Thank you. one i found literally like on friday i found out about it um, Oh, let's kick ass yeah it had been rejected from this festival twice and huh. uh just because of programming things but they kept saying like hey like we, we liked the film like we'll let you know if we want to program it again and so twice it's happened they've reached out to me asking about programming it and twice it didn't get programmed and this time it did. And um, it was really cathartic because like I knew I made a really good film and I was just really glad that it got shortlisted at a festival somewhere because mm -hmm. it was like a really validating feeling of it validated my gut sense. Yeah. But then to have it play after it's been so long since I made that movie, it feels it uh, it's I'm glad to know that it still resonates uh, like as an artist that was really fulfilling to like think about. And totally. like soak in. Totally. Because so, cause like there's it's such a feeling sometimes when you like finish a work and it's been like for you, it's no longer fresh, right? Like you, you, you yeah. made it a few years ago. It's 
you know, like it's not the top of your mind, all this stuff. Right. And then, mm-hmm. but someone else picking it up, they just have the work, right? Like they just yeah. have the piece. And so, you know, it's as fresh to them and it, it just, it is its own thing. Um, you know, cause they don't have necessarily like the context of like your own personal feelings about like, wow, I've grown so much since then. Does it, was that even a good piece of work anymore? And like, Truth is probably probably more of your of of people's work is good in the past than they feel it is, and so that's awesome to get that like sort of almost retroactive, latent uh, validation on that. That's cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was it very surreal because um, I, I yeah I haven't had that in a while or ever really. Um, nice. So yeah, that's been the last like few weeks was kind of. It's been like, well, that happened this weekend, but then the last few weeks was like festival, the film playing, all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, doing a lot of, you know, like, it's funny that you mentioned that your life has been like hectic and making a lot of big decisions. My life has been an actually pretty chill, uh, which is a very rare thing for me because I usually jam pack my life full of things, but um it hasn't been like I've been very intentional to take to rest a little bit more like the last few weeks. And because I know that once may hits, I'm going to be just busy for the whole summer. Um, Do you just have like filmings lined up or? um, I mean, so that's like when like three or four of the festivals I applied to happen between May and June. Gotcha. I'm, in the process of trying to finish a screenplay by May and hopefully that summer making another short. Uh, so it's like, there's like a lot of things that are slowly starting to ramp. Yeah. And I'm kind of honestly just letting myself cruise a little easier and making sure I prepare myself and my body for it. Cause, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot and I want to make sure I'm well rested. Um, so no, I yeah, totally, I've, I totally get that. So yeah, it's a lot of things that are, that are going to hit and are going to happen. And, oh, and that was the other thing. I need to get a new car sometime this summer. Uh, yes, you uh, do. Yeah. Uh, my car made funny noises this weekend and uh, it, the funny noises haven't gone away. And um, let's just say the, uh, the list I've corralled has greatly expanded in the last few days as well. Um, <laughs> Oh, I, so, I believe yeah, it. I believe it's, it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's sooner than later. I'm going to be perusing dealerships and test driving cars. So hopefully, we'll get to hear about that later. Fingers crossed um, for you there. Thank you. Yeah, I see. I need to get into that mode of like relaxing because mm-hmm. I was doing this thing when I was like still in like the the midst of like not sure what I was going to do school wise. Like I started like saying yes to every friend and every family member about everything. Um, yeah. Cause I was like, I was just scared. I was like, oh, who knows, you know, like how long it'll be gap wise between like the next times I, I see them and all, all of this stuff. And like, I was like, and I'm kind of at the end of all the yeses I, I, I said um, this week, like this week is like the last batch of them basically. And I'm sitting here like, that was a bad choice. That was a, like, 
And maybe, <laughs> maybe if I had made a different decision, I would have felt like that was a good choice. But like, I'm sitting here like, no, that was a bad choice. Like, okay. Like I'm, I'm feeling it. Like, and in the same hand, I've been working really hard to kind of cull and cut through all of the sort of like projects I have sitting on the side that I've been, you and I have talked about this, that like my job for so long now has been very empty. Mm-hmm. And in that way, like I have needed to like fill it in with other things to just sort of like keep my sanity. And now I am at a point where I'm like, that is not going to fly much longer. So I need to like, I need to finish some stuff. I need to like reassess some things. Like, can I really do this? Am I, is this important to me? Like, and then the hardest part for me, of course, is, is after something goes empty, I don't say yes to something new. Um, Yeah. You know, and also still doing my best to enjoy these things while I have them. Like the one thing that I kind of know at this moment is like when school starts, I really don't know how much D&D or broadly like tabletop RPGs I get to play. Um, Yeah. And so like really making the most of the games I'm in right now or running right now and enjoying that and enjoying the people um, and kind of figuring out like, well, how do I stay connected with these people when that time comes? So, but it's yeah. been it's been fun and crazy and good and way too much. Um, but here we are. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, definitely. I'm sure you've already done it. Just book some time on your own calendar and call it unequivocal time or un movable time or something like that and just hold yourself to doing absolutely nothing or having no structure to whatever you do that day. Yeah. Um, that is something I've found having no structure to a, to a day where I have nothing planned versus planning to do nothing on a day is of two very different energies. And, uh, I like them both and I think they both serve very different needs. Absolutely. (laughs) No doubt about it. Um, yeah yeah and and so it's just been it's been interesting it's been an interesting experience to like see what kind of saying yes to everything feels like because i never do that um, yeah welcome to the club yeah, yeah yeah well i i mean i say yes to every <laughs> like project i just don't i don't say yes to every like social engagement um yes yes and, and yes welcome to that club yeah 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 and <laughs> coming away from it like it was kind of nice to be like oh no 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 i was right i am not i am not a heavily social person like um in the in like a true sense of like introvert of like i gain energy from like being alone and like resting and recovering that is very true um Mm -hmm. as much as like i was just experiencing this thing of like every social engagement i went to i was like this feels great. This is like a fun time. It's been so good to see this person. I love doing this. And then the moment it ended, I was like, Oh God, I'm so tired. And then I'd go to the yeah. next one and I'd be like, Oh, this is awesome. I'm having a good time. I love this person. This is great. And then I get out and I'm like, I'm even more tired. Like, um, mm-hmm. and some like one, I think it was Saturday or something. I did basically everything with Gracie 
Gracie is like an actual extrovert. And like this thing kept happening where like um, in those like gaps afterwards, she would like start, she would continue to ramp up and I would start crashing more. Um, so I was like, okay, it's good that I know myself. Um, but anyways. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to push those limits, you know, but it's like, like I always say, everything in moderation, but I'm glad oh, yeah. that you, you know, are I'm coming on the tail end of it. Cause uh, yeah. I say I mean, the it's... tail end of it. Um, it's more like the back third, you know, like, <laughs> like it's been like three weeks of this and like, this is the last one. And I'm like looking at my schedule next week and it's like empty right now. And as opposed to like, I have an engagement every night this week. Um, which is different, but mm. that aside, I think we're at time. Happy potpourri. Happy potpourri. Yeah. Alrighty folks. Well, with that, you can follow the show at Dane and at Derek everywhere. And you can see what movies I'm making on my website, Derek Um, you can find my writing at danewrites.com. There's a link to uh, the Substack, which is where you can find just sort of like a selection of my writing. Um, I try and update it weekly. Uh, there's a link out to my podcast, my music, and my Twitter, though I probably need to take my Twitter off. I, I, I don't do anything there. Um, but, you know, regardless. Yeah. No, n- no tweeting from, from, from this gentleman. There's just no social media for me, really. I just, I've never found one that I like, like mm. where I, I just don't, I don't like doing it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame you. I don't blame well, me either. <laughs> yeah. I blame the social media. Yeah, the social me too. Media. Them social medias. Yeah. yeah. Well, with that, with, with that everybody, uh, thanks for hanging out with us uh, this week um, on your favorite podcasting app. <laughs> we'll catch you later. <laughs> <laughs>